This is Angela Mitchell-Hill, founder of Nailed It Empowerment. And if you want to learn how you can level up and be successful through masterminds, then you should listen to my good friend, Brandon Stranza, with The Mastermind Effect. You love to learn, grow, and improve yourself, but you're still not where you want to be? The right mastermind can be the ultimate secret weapon when it comes to personal development, but trying to find the one that's built for you isn't always easy. Welcome to The Mastermind Effect, the one and only show that focuses on helping you cut through the noise, invest in yourself, and move past your natural limits. This is everything you need to know about masterminds, brought to you by your host, Brandon Straza. Hey, everyone. Today, we've got the founder of Nailed It Empowerment, Angela Mitchell-Hill. We get into how she went from encyclopedias to her learning through virtual applications. Angela talks about the education system becoming a hybrid between standard versus self-education as there are no longer any rules we need to follow for education. And Angela goes over the nine steps in the champion of the morning system. Check it out. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the show where you know I believe the only way to unlock your potential is to tap into the experience of others. And today, to help us do that, we have got the founder of Nailed It Empowerment, Angela Mitchell-Hill. Angela, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Brandon. It is a pleasure to be here with you. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. When, when the listeners realize all the gold bombs and value bombs that you're going to be delivering today, and they want to reach out to you either personally or through social, what's the best way for them to connect with you? You know what? It is the best way is the easiest way. And it's my name. It's AngelaMitchellHill.com, Angela Mitchell Hill on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Angela Mitchell Hill. Check her out. She'll respond to you. She'll be the one that's responding to you when you realize everything that she's bringing to the table. It'll also be in the show notes. So super easy. We're going to make you make sure you're able to find her. All right. Let's, uh, let's dive into this. You know, our ability to learn and access people has really changed over the last five to 10 years. When, when you and I were younger, textbooks, teachers, coworkers, family, friends, but that's a sliver of what's even possible. How has your learning changed from your early years versus today? You know, you are so correct. And that is, you know, a great question. When you were just speaking, the first thing I could think about is uh, the first thought was being a child. And my, I'm a, my mom was an educator. You know, I'm a product of teachers and preachers in my family. You know, my mom's a teacher, my dad's a preacher, my granddad's a preacher, my uncle's a teacher. That's just our legacy or our lineage. And I remember being young and the door knock happens and here comes the gentleman in the suit with the big case that he's bringing in. And he was the encyclopedia man. And we were one of the you know, few houses on our block that had a full set of encyclopedias. And so that was something that was really exciting to us because we could literally just go downstairs to the basement and get an encyclopedia instead of going to the library to look through the card catalog to find it, you know? And so you asked that question about how has education changed for me? I would say, greatly to say the least. I mean, it's a beautiful thing to have um, knowledge and information just literally right at our fingertips. 
Yeah. And what, what ways are you learning now? Whereas like, Hey, it's, it's amazing. This is the second conversation <laughs> I've had about, you know, we brought in encyclopedias to this. Cause I remember encyclopedia Britannica, all the commercials, but what do you utilize to learn now versus, you know, going to that encyclopedia? Well, right now I'll say currently what I've utilized and honestly, because of where we are with how we slowed down in 2020 and in 2021, we're picking back up. Um, is through virtual education. You know, there are a lot of online programs that we have access to and a lot of free programs as well. And so Vanderbilt University has some online, uh, more structured curriculum that you can take, but they also have one-offs on leadership or marketing or, you know, on different topics. And so I, for me, I've just really been taking a lot of the courses that are available online for different areas that I'm interested in or working on. And then one other way that I have been um, just educating myself, other than, you know, when we talk about education, we talk, you know, we think about the classroom and formal education. And, you know, that is very important. It is, it's it's required in our home, you know, to, to make sure that we're educated. And sometimes, a lot of the time, and pretty much primarily for me, I've learned the most, you know, on the job, you know, actually doing the work, being in the the thick of things. And so, you know, just jumping right in is another way that I continue to learn is just by exposing myself to, to new things and just jumping in and learning about it. And then also making sure that I um, align myself with people that are smarter than me. Um, that's something that I promised myself about five years ago that I didn't, I, I did not want to be like one of the smartest ones in the room anymore. I wanted to make a shift and a pivot. And I was just talking about it over the weekend. Boy, oh boy, have I done that. So those are a couple ways that I make sure that I, you know, keep my, um, my brain muscle moving and then also stay progressive and current. Yeah, I, I tell you, you must have been in our conversation earlier in the day because I mean, like we talked about encyclopedias. We 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 oh, we, we we talked about learning from other people's experiences. We talked about like why you don't want to be the smartest person in the room. And <laughs> I mean, it was I I, I I you you must have been listening in on something because it's like touching oh, these wow. points. But here's the thing that I want to get across is that's the thing: the results leaders, not the thought leaders. That's how they get the people that work with them, the results, they activate them. It's not sitting there and saying, oh, I got this. And I'm the smartest person in the room. I'm the expert. Like I saw someone recently after three months of doing something, bring in the word, they're the expert. And I'm like, whoa, it's a a strong word there. So I love it. Learning from other people and surrounding yourself with smarter people. It's the way to go. So, you know, we have more ways of taking in information than ever before. Some people, they learn from mentors, masterminds, accountability buddies, online courses, lots of ways to learn. Who are you currently learning from? And more importantly, how did you connect with them? Well, currently, um, one of the areas that I wanted to grow um, knowledge in is marketing, branding, and um, PR. And so currently, I am working with Dave the Man. Um, That's not his name. I, I renamed him as Dave the Man. Um, Dave Berlin, and he has really been very effective in helping me to understand the way to implement marketing in a way that is streamlined to fit my personality. You know, I've taken many marketing courses and 
branding courses and a lot of things. And when I leave out of this, you know, week long, you know, brain dump of information, I take the notebook and just like toss it in the side in the passenger seat. It then becomes a passenger uh, because it's just so much. Right. And so I've been really excited to work with someone that's so knowledgeable in that particular area or discipline and also is able to relate to the customer as a person to understand my personality is important in that in order for this to work. And so that is, you know, right now I'm working with Dave Berlin and I actually met him through another coach that um, I partnered with, amazing lady, amazing woman that um, really helped me to stay progressive. You know, I'm one that I have a lot on my plate. We are, you know, entrepreneurs. We believe we can do everything all at like one time. And so um, this uh, Renee Bob is her name. And I worked with Renee Bob for, I mean, you know, she and I've worked together for so long that now we are like buddies. <laughs> we talk and, um, and so she is who introduced me to Dave. Berlin. Yeah. And it just shows how small the world is. So real quick, I know where Dave's episode is going to drop. He's going to be episode 60 and 61 because he, he, he not only did what we're doing right here, but he hijacked a solo show. And then Renee, I mean, geez, she and I are going to be talking here uh, soon in the next few weeks, I believe as well, I think on the 11th next week. So just amazing how small the world really is. And the, the three of you are just unbelievable people. Thank you. And that's why we're all connected, right? We vibrate at a place where we attract who we are. That's the goal. And it seems that, you know, the more that I embrace that thought process, that way of being, I see it manifest itself for me. Yeah, absolutely. Speak it to the world, be honest, be real and lead with the gifts. So, um, you know, a lot of people, we get stuck. We don't know how to execute what's going on up in our head as as we're still going through a pandemic, I feel it's causing a reset in how we can accomplish things. How have masterminds and coaching helped you when you're looking to reset and get out of your own way? Well, you know, one gift that I have been able to receive from masterminds, and I actually completed a mastermind with Renee Bob, and now I'm actually a moderating one for Renee Bob, but One thing that's a gift, whether I'm taking it or moderating it, is that the group effort, the camaraderie, the support that the people within the mastermind have for themselves, you know, it makes me think of, you know, how can two walk together unless they agree? And it's like that on a mastermind. It's like, we don't have to ask that question because that's why we all are here. It's because we all agree. And so I have seen some of the fastest rates of development and growth and goal acquisition within mastermind groups because of that accountability that you have with your peers in the group. To me, it's the fast pass at Disney World. Who doesn't want to go to the front of the line? Who wants to wait in line for three hours? <laughs> or if we translate that to years, three years, whereas the the overarching, the symbiotic relationship that a mastermind creates helps you see around corners, helps you from stepping in a landmine, learning from other people's experiences. The power is just there and it makes sense. So love it, love it, love it, love it. All right, masterminds, since we're talking about it and the show has it in its title, you know, they've been around for a while. Probably the first mastermind, if you think about it, was the Apostles. 
And then from there, Benjamin Franklin creates the Junto Club or the Leather Apron Club. And then eventually this guy by the name of Napoleon Hill writes a book about it, really kind of brings it you know, to the forefront in naming it a mastermind. As there continues to be a large boom in self-education, where do you see the parallels going between self-education versus standardized education? That, that is another great question. Um, I think that the direction that that is heading is more of a hybrid of the, the two. It seems exactly what's happening now is an option. You can, you know, do the in-person or the normal way, or you can choose to, you know, educate yourself in a very um, specific way that works for you and for your family and for your family, you know, culture, if it will, if it's for your children or for you personally. And so, you know, I'm a mom and I have an 18 year old that is graduating from high school in just a few months. And I am like literally in shock. I cannot believe it. I can't. But he is. And so, you know, we had some conversations about a, a year and a half ago about just this same question that you're asking. What types of options would he like to explore? You know, it doesn't have to be the way that, that I did it. You know, although I came up in a family where College was not an option. It was the 13th grade. That's what it was. It was you go to kindergarten is first. And then after you go to the eighth, you go to the ninth. And after you go to the 12th, you go to the 13th. But it's called college. And so, you know, for that was just how we were we were brought up. And I just made a choice that I was going to be different with my son. I didn't know what that meant. Um, but after reading Michelle Obama's book, Becoming, and listening to, you know, I actually listened to her, her um, read her book, um, the audio book, but she talked about a gap year and we never stop growing, which we know that's why we're talking about masterminds and that's why we're talking about continuing our education. We never become. And in considering that, you know, we decided that he would, you know, take a gap year and he's taking some music engineering and music technology, music business courses, and he'll get cert certified and then he'll go on. And so, you know, that is just an example of what I mean by a hybrid. I don't know that there'll be any more rules anymore. And I think that that's a great thing that there really isn't a rule that you have to follow to be successful because that rule has not been foolproof, right? There are billions, millions of people that have been living a very productive, happy, financially prosperous existence without that rule, right? And so that is what I think that the education will um, end up trending into. Yeah, I mean, the reality is the rules, there are no rules. Throw them out the window, you know? Surround yourself with the right people. If you've got the wrong people, you're probably not serving them any more than they're serving you. Get rid of them and surround yourselves with smarter, harder people and throw the rules out. You know, they, we sit there and say, oh, you think outside the box or I live in a box. No, there just is no box. And how you can accomplish things when you're around the right kind of people and when you want to be the right kind of person. I agree. You know, one of the signature um, workshops that we offer at Nailed It Empowerment is called From Passion to Peace. 
and we talk about what that is, what that process is, because, you know, I was raised, as I said, you go to high school, you do well, you go to college, you find out which where you can make the most money and which industry. At the time when I was in college, it was by, it was in the medical field. So what was my major selected? Biology, of course. Um, and, you know, that is not necessarily where my passion lied. And so that's why, you know, passion to peace is one of our signature first workshops because we help our um, participants identify the passion. It's not about chasing down the profit. It's really about identifying what the passion is and seeing how that can evolve into a place where you can be you know, productive and then you can be profitable. But ultimately we wanna be able to have that passion create peace in our life. So, you know, I totally, you know, agree with what you're saying. Ah, love it. Love it. Find that passion. You know, money will be a byproduct. Don't lead with that. And you can change so many, so many lives, including your own. So, all right. I love it. Typically, when someone invests in their future, they've got a better than vague idea what the outcome is. As long as, you know, we've got to remember, we've got to hold ourselves accountable. So as long as we're putting in the work that we're learning, here's what your outcome can be. What should people expect when they enter Angela Mitchell Hill's reality? Thank you for that. I'll tell you flat point blank. What they can expect after leaving my reality is that they will leave better. That has been a hashtag for myself since the beginning of my career prior to even um, knowing about a nailed empowerment. When I first opened my um, initial business all the way back in 1997, I didn't really know what I was doing, but I did know how to make people feel. And so at that time, I just really set out a mission to create an ambiance and an experience to where people would want to come back. Now, fast forward many years to now where we actually have nailed it empowerment and we are sharing successful systems that help people to move from where they are to where they want to be. You know, that is what we do. And my goal is every time that I interact with someone, every time that I speak with someone, every time that someone um, even goes to the website or visits my social media, one of the pages, that there's always value added. There's always some type of information, something that they can take away and implement quickly to see change in their life. You know, my one, our Nailed It Empowerment is focused on goal acquisition and how to set, identify, set, and acquire your goals to nail it. And we have a 90% goal acquisition success rate right now with our participants. And I'm really excited about that. And that's because we keep that at the front forefront. You know, we keep that at the forefront and then we make sure that not only are are we progressing in a way that we're meeting our goals, we are progressing in a way that our life aligns with where we are, where the goals will take us. So it's not only about being successful in business, it's also about being successful in life. Did I hear that 96% goal acquisition rate? Am I right, am I right in that? A 90%. 90%. Still amazing. I mean, amazing right there. So yeah, it was just, it was a note I was making myself right there because I, I love the fact that you've been able to tether that and tie that to real results. Like here are what the, you know, the results are. So yes, you know, 
feel the people that you work with, they have a way of surprising you from time to time, whether it's their willingness to learn, the grit, the grind, whatever it is. Give us a success story of someone that has gone through the Nailed It Empowerment Program. And what was the outcome because they they went through that and they worked with you? No, I have the perfect person that really makes me very proud and humbled at the same time. Um, because she is a very um, progressive woman. Um, she, as we were talking about education, you know, her education was important for her family. And so she went on and has her doctorate degree. She's worked for the state um, in a state uh, position and uh, long enough to retire from that. Um, she went on to real estate school. She's got a real estate license. She even went and got her broker license. She also is a part of a network marketing um, company that she's doing very well in. And she's also a professor at two universities in the area. And why is she um, one? Why did I think of her when you asked that question? It's because although she has all of those accolades and all of those accomplishments, the reason why she chose to come to nail it is because she was not uh, she had, did not know what her where her passion was. She was going through the motion of making money, of following the program of what a successful life should be. She just missed the part of you should enjoy it. And one of my favorite quotes that we talk about also is most Americans spend about 60, 65% of their time awake working. If you hate your job, what does that say about your life? And that was what it was like the sunlight came out and she really locked and loaded into the program. She, you know, was really committed in identifying her purpose. Now she is streamlined. She's cut away some of those things that she really didn't enjoy doing. And what is she doing now? She is in coach training. She is signed up with a coach so that she can um, help other people to identify their purposes and not live a life of misery. And so that that is one of the um, clients that I'm so excited about uh, because she was focused enough on her happiness in her life that she was willing to commit the 90 day time period to rediscover herself. Yeah, I want you to I want you to sit there. This is for the listeners and hear what Angela just said. If you're miserable in what you're doing and you have a passion over here but you're miserable in what you're doing, how is that reverberating throughout your life? How's that reverberating throughout your day, your weekends and the people that are around you? And if you know that an opportunity exists with Angela, then why wouldn't you at least seize that opportunity? And sit there and make a change. And, and you'll be surprised. The people around you will see a huge shift. So I just I want you to sit there and realize that you don't have to be unhappy when it comes to what you do for a living. You can find the right person, the right people to be around that can elevate you, can help level you up. And that is so important, especially in the world that we live in. So I just I wanted that to kind of sink in there because I think that was really important what you said right there. So thank you. As we're coming a little bit closer to the end on our solo shows, whether they're being hijacked these days or I'm doing the solo shows, they're built around success and the pillars of success and what it takes to be successful. 
And some of those things are mentorship, experimentation, partnerships, willingness to fail. And on the flip side, willingness to define success. Because when you define success, you've in essence defined failure. And that's why so often we don't define success because we're afraid of knowing now this means failure. With the sensitivity of social media and just other things out there, what do you feel is a key attribute when it comes to being successful? Another great question. A key attribute to me, a key characteristic or attribute that I identify within, within my own self when I think of my own success is knowing myself, really being honest and true to myself, because that is where I can identify what direction that success is in. A lot of times I found that I'll just say for myself, my reality was not true to myself. My reality was true to the expectations of the people that were around me. And being an empath, which I've identified that within myself, I found that I had not only developed, I not only developed it, but I was mastering the savior syndrome where I was living my life where of service to everyone else and forgetting that, yeah, you do matter too. And whether I had a billion dollars or $10, it wouldn't matter because that same feeling of not having direction, the same feeling of not being fulfilled was there. But the moment that I took my first course or my first coaching on personal coaching, a life coach, that is when I realized the importance of knowing myself and not only knowing myself, but growing with myself. The self that I knew at that moment is not the self that I am. And so that is what is important for success is to make sure that you stay connected with who you are, because in essence, your, your success is directly connected with that. Your success is not connected to who people say you are or who people think you should be, or even who you think you should be. Your success is really connected with who you ultimately are. And so that's why I say that is how I measure success is how clear I am on who I am and what I want to be and what I want to do. Let me ask you, and this is getting a little more personal. When you went from the savior to leader mentality, what was that shift like in, in, and what you were able to accomplish from going from savior to leader? The shift actually was pretty quick because of the analogy that was shown to me. And when I saw the analogy, and it was simply the symbol of the cross. And it was like, you know, the cross, If you, you got to go up before you come down, right, to the center. And if you go up and before coming back down to the center, you decide to go to the left or to the right or to, you know, you, you don't have the symbol that we love so much, right? We've got this object. And when it was explained to me in that manner, it was crystal clear. And I just immediately made it importance of importance to me to put systems in place on a daily basis that I could really, you know, consider myself, not only consider myself, but actually please myself, make myself happy too in the process. And so um, 
that's what that transition was like for me. It was really pretty quickly. And then one thing that I noticed is that some people or some connections that I had, some of the opportunities that I had, some of the things that I was doing at that time, when I recentered and those things fell off, I realized that they were dead weight in the beginning. I, they shouldn't have been there. And so it, again, helped me, helped me ease through the process of shifting from, you know, that type of mindset to a mindset of leadership. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing, going a little bit deeper in that, because I think there's a big, there's a big difference when they realized going from one to the other and then what it's, what it's able to, to do for you and then the people around you. So thank you. All right. A few more questions. I feel that there's always new ideas brewing in times of prosperity. It's like, hey, when the world's winning, it's easier to win and accomplish things. But I think ingenuity and creativity come when we feel the squeeze and the world's still feeling the squeeze. What are you working on right now that's going to take place over the next 12 months that excites you? A lot that we're working on over the next 12 months. Um, One thing that is really exciting to me is Nailed It Empowerment, and we've launched the 90 Days to Nail It curriculum. And so we've got a class that just started in February, and then we'll be doing that every three months. Every 90 days, we'll be launching a new group with that. And then also we have the 30-Day Mastermind Cultivate a Mindset for Growth. And that is actually a spinoff from a webinar that we um, just had a couple or last week we had a webinar and it was received so well uh, that we decided to spin it into a mastermind. And it's so um, really encouraging. I have an aunt. I'm from Michigan originally. I'm from Detroit, Michigan. And my aunt called me not long ago this morning and she says, hey, I was on that call Tuesday and I said, oh, I didn't know you were on it. I just thought you had, she always sows a seed. So I was like, oh, I just thought you sowed a seed. And she said, no, I am on it. And guess what? I said, what? I am implementing those things in my life. And I said, well, tell me one thing that you are doing that you learned. And she said, well, I just count backwards, five, four, three, two, one. Every time it's time for me to exercise, every time it's time for me to do anything that I don't want to do, I just launch myself into it. And I mean, I am blown away because, you know, this is, these are mature, she's a mature person. She's retired. She doesn't have to do anything, you know? And so it really helped me to reconfirm the fact that these simple strategies that we go over they really can be effective in your life. You know, whatever life it is that you choose to live, one thing about the program is not designed for a person at a specific level. So it's not, you know, some programs are designed for freelancers. Some programs are designed for PhDs. Some programs are designed for people that have tenure. Nelden Empowerment is designed for anyone that wants to move from where you are to where you want to be. And that's one thing that I love about it. Yeah, I love that. I mean, it's you're building that bridge. I'm here and you have to know where your starting point is because if you're if you're not where you're at, you, there's no way the directions are going to take you where you want to go. And then you're helping them build that bridge to cut out the noise, to bring in the signal so they can continue to have their best life. And, and 
though your your aunt is is retired and doesn't have to do that, think about that. What she'll be able to give back and have around her because she's like, listen, I get I I can learn more, I can give more, I can do more. And that's how we make real impact. That's how we make real change moving forward. So, all right, last last one. What is a tip, a tactic, an actionable item that if someone listening to this right now implemented it in the next 30, 60, 90 days would see a real impact on their business or personal life? I call it the Neosporin of Nailed It. And it is our champion the morning system. It's a nine-step system that we um, share and it's available online. It's a free download available on the website, AngelaMitchellHill.com. And it's nine steps. You can do all nine. You can choose one or two. It's totally up to you. But I promise that you will see a positive result in the champion of the morning system. Um, I was sharing it with Dave, the man, and he uh, laughs at me. He's like, Angela, you're doing the most. Um, One of the steps in the champion is um, we believe that the first two to three hours of the day are the time or the first two to three hours after you wake every day is when you are the most productive. You can get the most results. It's when it's like, let's go the first two to three hours. And prior to, you know, really supporting this, I, when I thought about my first two to three hours and thought about what I did, it was all about doing things for other people. Get up, fix breakfast, take them to school, come back, go pay bills, go open up the business. You know, it was all about other people. And then I think about myself after work, when I come home in the shower, it's like, oh yeah, you said you were going to meditate today, you know? And so the champion of the morning system is designed to focus on self first. And so the first step is you wake up immediately and train your brain to think a thought of gratitude. It's a superpower. Just train your brain to think gratitude. The second step is five, four, three, two, one, launch yourself out of the bed. That's the second strategy. Just don't hit the snooze button. Just get up. Third strategy, just go wash your face, brush your teeth, whatever it is that you do normally. Fourth strategy is identify a place in your home that you go every day that's special to you, that you get warm and fuzzy when you get there. And when you get there, sit down with your journal and write your gratitude list. Now, this is when Dave said I'm doing the most because I ask that we write 25 things that we're grateful for. And he's like, 25? I do too. I'm like, I know it's a lot, but it's a muscle. Gratitude is a superpower. Forgiveness and gratitude are two superpowers. So how do we strengthen our superpower other than stretch ourselves, right? We've got to strengthen that muscle. And so we do, we we really write 25 things down. And then the next step is journaling for 10 minutes. The next step is affirmations and visualization and, you know, all these steps. And so that's the one tool. That's the one thing that I would definitely say our Neosporin makes it better is the champion of the morning um, system. And the very last step in that is my absolute favorite. And it really goes to um, parallel with what we were just talking about um, with knowing yourself. Because number nine in the champion is you get up from your area, you go to the restroom or to your mirror, and you look yourself in your eyes, in the center of your eye, the black dot in the middle, and you speak 12 things 
that you love about you to you. You think about what you like about yourself, what you love about yourself, what you're proud of, and you tell yourselves at self that. And I found for me that when I do that, sometimes we are looking for affirmation or confirmation or celebration from outside of us. When we really don't need it, we can celebrate ourselves on the inside. And so that's um, why that's the, the last and final step of the champion of the morning. Yeah. Go, go to the website, check it out. It's right there. Um, you know, it'll be in the show notes, how you can find it, but I, I, I urge you go and, and check it out. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that one with us. We have got the founder of Nailed It Empowerment, Angela Mitchell Hill. Angela, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much, Brandon. And one other thing, you must remember to nail it. <laughs> thank you for listening to The Mastermind Effect, your secret weapon for personal development. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to share with a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe through your favorite podcast host so you won't miss a single episode. You're one step closer to experiencing the mastermind effect.